please. Thanks as always to Molly Lewis for our theme song. And now with no further ado, sit back, turn down the lights, maybe get a Coke and enjoy a panel of professional voice actors say beautiful things with their beautiful voices on a beautiful yet kind of filthy episode of Obsessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for all of the applauding and making positive noises with your mouths. That was wonderful and beautiful. Welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, we are recording live at DragonCon for the awesome DragonCon podcast track. And uh, it seemed appropriate at this particular convention where there is a lot of voice acting to finally uh, tackle that obsession of voice acting. I have been fascinated myself with voice acting since I was about uh, five years old. My mother left the radio on and it was playing some like nice light music and then she turned off the lights and left the room and then the shadow started <laughs> and scarred me for life <laughs> scared the shit out of me there's like some pleasant carly simon music and then suddenly orson welles came on like the weed of crime bears bitter fruit crime does not pay the shadow, the shadow knows, knows. Oh, i'm going to come out of this radio and murder you joseph scrimshaw that was nice that she turned the lights off and left you in the room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was very young. Yeah. And doesn't listen to podcasts, oh. so I can say anything I want about my mom. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we have some great guests for you here today. We have Mr. Mark Gagliardi. Hello, everybody. I realize waving on a podcast is a terrible idea. <laughs> we have Tara Platt. Hello. With a great audio wave there. Uh, we have Mr. Yuri Lowenthal. <laughs> And finally, Hal Lublin. So I want to start by just going down the line and uh, talking a little bit about like sort of your, some of your big credits, but more importantly, like your favorite things you've done as voice actors. Mm. So start with you, Mark. Well, I, uh, I did the Thrilling Adventure Hour for 10 years, um, yeah. which was uh, got some thrilling fans. I love it. Um, I did that. Uh, recently, Yuri and I um, did uh, Super Friends. Uh, together, they rebooted Super Friends. And Who did played... you play, Mark? Who did you play? I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm Batman on Super Friends. Uh, and uh, but there's one that I really love that I'm doing right now. It's a cartoon on Disney called Star versus the Forces of Evil. And I'm kind of a utility guy on that show. They'll bring me in and just they'll be like, uh, we need uh, three lines from a hot dog vendor. Uh, so give me three different versions of this. And that that game is the most fun game. Yeah. Because the booth director is great and the creator of the show is always sitting in there and it's really fun to see them laughing and, and like doing that whole like. <laughs> <laughs> this silent yeah. audio laugh. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Dara? Um, I am probably most well known for some of the dubbing that I've done, like Naruto, I play Tamari, and on Bleach, I'm Lisa. But I also have been on Legion of Superheroes as Dream Girl. I was on Ben 10 as a few different characters, which was a lot of fun for me. But one of my favorites was getting to play Wonder Woman on DC vs. MK, because she's Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And Yuri? Um, I, I'm a huge nerd from way back, so it's hard for me to narrow it down because every time I get to play a DC character or a Marvel character, some sort of iconic character, uh, I, I, you know, get to check that off my little nerd list. 
Um, but I, I did get to play Superman. Yeah. Was, yeah. How do you? Where do you go from there? I thought. I thought they just make you retire after that. Um, <laughs> I'm Superman. Superman. Now it's time to go. Now it's time to run. And, and I'm done. And thank you. Good night. <laughs> um, uh, the the prince from the Prince of Persia series. Prince of Persia series. I've I've always loved that guy. Um, getting to be on Afro Samurai, the um, the Sam Jackson's animated show was great. Um, and, and the only time that I would ever kick Samuel Jackson's ass in, in you know, in did anything. You, did you kick his ass that. on the show? Yeah. 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 We kicked each other's ass, basically. Right. Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I actually got to, when I finally got to meet him, because here's the funny thing about voice acting is sometimes you'll work with somebody, but you won't meet them for years. Um, we were both on the same show, but he always recorded um, by himself. And uh, we finally went to a video game release party for Afro Samurai, and, and he was there. And I was like, "Oh my god, I've never." Terry's like, "Go up, you gotta go up, and you gotta go up and meet him." And uh, so I did, and I, I said, uh, hey, "You know, hey, I, you've been kicking my ass for the last, uh, you know, five years. I just thought I should come introduce myself." And he was really nice, but you know, I, I, what, I wasn't gonna bring myself to say I've been kicking your ass for like to his face. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, you've been you've been kicking my ass for the last five years." So I just you should have just given me. him a note. Just a note and walk away. <laughs> Circle Y if you like me and if you don't. <laughs> I am so sorry, sir. <laughs> and Hal. Uh, I'm also uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour for 10 years. Yeah. Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. Steve Carlsberg. Um, I've got some fun stuff coming up in the new season of Adventure Brothers, which should be really cool. Yeah. And then I start, I cut my teeth in, in anime a little bit. I did uh, Read or Die and Dead Leaves. Which are very obscure titles. I didn't know you did Reader Die. Yeah, I was uh, I was the glider. Uh, I was really? Otto Lilienthal on the glider. Oh. One uh, of the best things about anime is you could just be making it up and nobody would know. Yeah. <laughs> you can so just look true. at things yeah. in the room and like, yeah, I was on Wall Chandelier and I played <laughs> Carpet Floor. <laughs> that was a great show. I really liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cosplay as that guy tomorrow. <laughs> it's Carpet Floor. Yeah. Oh, somebody already did it. My favorite. One of the favorite things I've ever been able to do is uh, I got to be the voice of the ghost host for a members-only event at Club 33. Ah, what? Lisa of the Haunted Mansion, which, yes. if you ever want to get into voiceover, find out whether or not they're going to pay you before you spend two months uh, working on a voice match. Uh, and then I found out the week before I wasn't getting paid. But <laughs> it's Disney, and my voice has been used in a Disney property uh, oh. Which is pretty amazing because I'm yeah. a huge Disneyland fan. And did you get to get into D30? No. Nope. I did not get to go into the club. Only my voice has been in there. I did get a little <laughs> headstone, a little Haunted Mansion headstone. This is for the Eddie Murphy movie. So this is like <laughs> the furthest association from the park <laughs> you get while being in the park. And I got some pins. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. That's how they you could probably trade those on eBay to maybe buy a ticket to go to Disney. I hope. <laughs> One day. I'm watching the market right now. <laughs> the pin economy. Cool. So I wanted to also ask you guys, what kind of role haven't you played yet that you really want to play eventually? Mark? Ooh. Um, I, I love playing villains, and I don't play enough of them. I think villains are a lot of fun. So I want to do more of those. Like a really, like... I've done a lot of comedy. I want to do something that actually is scary. Oh, like a for real scary like a villain. For real, like 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 a uh, you know like a video game villain or something like that's really dark and like like fun, like like action villain to sink your teeth into would be fun. 
Well, that's how villains are always fun, but that's usually what I do play. I almost always play villains, um, probably because I have a deeper voice. And as a woman with a deeper voice, you're usually on the villain side of things rather than the. So, so the idea of playing the hero of a show or something like that, like a really heroic character, would be fun for me because most of my characters are slightly on the dark side. Cool. Yeah. I've, I've, you, you know how you, you see yourself as one thing and the world sees you as something else? In, in, inside, I see myself as Batman, um, but the world always sees me as Robin. Um, so, so, you know, it's funny because one of, I mean, my voice isn't just necessarily, you know, suited, doesn't have, you know, the, the gravitas that like uh, Marx has. And, but every time an audition comes up for an iteration of Batman, I always like, I'll, I'll sweat and, you know, I'll, I'll really get into it and I'll, I'll put everything into it and then I'll, you know, cross my fingers and. And, and I've never gotten to play Batman. Maybe they'll do Batman in high school. You know what? I could play Batman in high school. <laughs> or preschool, maybe. Oh. I could play preschool Batman. Because he probably still had a pretty deep voice in preschool. And his yep. tricycle, his bat tricycle. His bat tricycle. <laughs> the upcoming Justice Babies. Look for it. <laughs> we could totally do that. We could do it. Let's do it right now. Uh, and Hal, what kind of role do you want to play? My absolute dream role is to play Muttley. And I got to audition to play oh, Muttley yeah. and didn't get it. And I, like, so the one time, that was the one that stuck with me. Because, you know, you audition for a ton of stuff. And most of it you don't get. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be able to walk away because there's something new coming down the pike the next day. But that was one that was like, oh, that just you, slipped through my fingers. I hate to do the dance monkey dancing, but can you do the Muttley laugh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would cast you. Thank you. Because because I went to audition for that and I and I kept trying to do the laugh and it was horrible and I just oh. didn't even send the audition. <laughs> well, like, I have yeah. asthma. That's the that's my yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, you're really method. You like got asthma to do Muttley. Yeah. I'm impressed with you. I got an I was, it was like the incredible hole. I got strapped into a machine uh -huh. and I got And the they injected asthma. asthma. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yuri, do you mind doing your your laugh? Your that you're not proud of? You're sad okay, Muttley. Okay. Yeah. Okay, ready? <laughs> and I just run right out of air. It sounds like a stoner trying to jog. <laughs> it has its own power. Uh, no, so we don't jog. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie don't serve. Some truths being revealed on the podcast. Uh, so I think a little subtopic of this obsessed is going to be Batman because he's always been brought up like three times. And I have a Batman question. If you guys, uh, if Batman were real, if he actually existed, do you think Batman would be a good voiceover artist himself? No, because he mumbles. Batman's not real. <laughs> Batman's real. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mark. It's okay. Thank you. Thank it's you. Okay. Uh, I needed he, to hear that. He's always talking like this. Since Batman is like, I don't think Batman would do a really good job because Batman's always talking like this. <laughs> so you think Batman's too much of a low talker? I think I, so. He's also so specific that like I can't picture. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess it depends on which Batman, right? Right, right. Yeah. I suppose like you want silky smooth Adam West Batman. Yeah. yeah. Kids, they feel good. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. It's all things he can't believe. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. I can't believe it's not butter. And he'd always add, I'm Batman at the end yeah. of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm Batman. I'm Batman. 
You'll have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> only, only does women's cosmetics. So it's easy, breezy. Cover girl. <laughs> Pro wrestler and, Batman. And he's a man of he's a he's usually a man of very few, few words. words. So it doesn't yeah. seem like he would. He'd have to do those tags for banks, like yeah, the FDIC. Like, oh yeah, money, buy it. Or, you know, just, like that's it. Like you'd only be able to get like five words out of him at times. <laughs> that Kevin Conroy version would be really good at legal copy, though. Like, mm. Doing the speeching at her own side effects may include because you wouldn't understand it. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's just so fascinating because he is, in some ways, like the height of of voice acting mm -hmm. yeah. because he's so cool and so distinctive. But then, yeah, the idea that he himself would be terrible at it just amuses me to no end. <laughs> a friend of mine um, said a thing that uh, I wish I had uh, heard him say before I went and did it uh, because he had – it was a cool point. Um, uh, I have a friend named Justin Bowler uh, in Los Angeles who – because just because I wanted to give him credit. He said the thing um, that uh, Kevin Conroy's Batman uh, is – that makes it so great is Bruce Wayne doesn't put on a Batman voice – when he's Batman, Batman puts on a Bruce Wayne voice when he's forced to play Bruce Wayne. Nice. Which I thought yeah. was really cool, uh, mm -hmm. a really yeah. cool way of That's looking at it. Really cool. Yeah, because I think uh, he's the best because he sounds very, very honest. There's just no affectation that sounds like uh, Batman is just that sort of emotionally tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he only speaks in broken sentences. And, yeah. <laughs> so if you guys uh, could make your voice do something that it doesn't, what is the, what is the thing that you've always wanted to be able to do that just doesn't come to your voice naturally sing tenor <laughs> that's true yeah i'd like to hit high notes i've always been envious of the girls that have a lot of texture where it's got like that i can't really do it but it's like it's a little like it's catchy sort of there's like a Ooh, it's yeah. like a like little reverb I, I guess but it sells it like is one of those voices that just money gets poured on top of it because it's just it, it sells everything because it's such an interesting sound to hear and my voice is a little cleaner than okay. that but uh so i wish that i could do it i wish i could create that because i just can't do it on my voice naturally i can't do it um i it's sort of that whenever you get to the point in the script where it says then he whistles i've always wanted to be able to do that really loud that you know, obviously I can't. That you sound like Muttley whistling. <laughs> right. You sound like a stoned Muttley trying to whistle. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to be able to do that that whistle. So it comes to easily to some people. I don't know. Um, I, I can't do Donald Duck's voice. I can't pass the air through or figure out where to put my tongue. Mm. I know that there's a way to learn it, but I, I did you guys, anybody here, I, I got to audition to be Donald Duck recently and I, I sat there and I was trying and it, this is what it's, this is, uh, this is going to sound like a joke. This is honestly the closest I can come is I can't make words. And so I went on YouTube to find out how, and there's just some guy like, hey, I live in a trailer in Alabama. And then he sounds like Donald Duck for like five, for like five solid minutes talking. I'm like, why don't you just get this guy to do it? That's awesome. So yeah, everybody had very general uh, ideas of what they'd like their voice to do and how you want to be Donald Duck. <laughs> but that, that, you can do so many things with that, with that type of voice. You can no, no, you can, you can do play Donald Duck, Duck and you can irritate your friends, yeah. right? That's <laughs> I think I just did that with the thing that I did, though. <laughs> That's Good true. job. Feel free to call me up and use your, your Donald oh, Duck whispering voice. 
That was great. <laughs> Donald Duck just mumbled. Donald Duck whisper? I mean, can you do that boy and actually whisper? I don't think you could. I, he could Clarence Nash did like he did all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I guess voice. so. See? See, everybody can do it. Motherfucker. <laughs> Mark Gagley already doing Donald Duck buying weed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is great. <laughs> Disney's lawyers are outside. It's fine. Oh, that was, You're that, fine. That was Donald. That was Donald Duck buying weed from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the literal weed of crime. Uh, uh, so this is a little bit more of a personal question, just to to warn you guys. So uh, a lot of people have described that voice acting is more fun because, in some ways, it is more freeing than normal acting because you just don't have to worry about so much else. It's just your voice, and you don't even have to be with other people necessarily. Have you ever, or would you like to record nude to have the full feeling of utter freedom? We have recorded nude because we have a studio at home. <laughs> so sometimes you so, realize you have a last minute I, thing and you just hop in the booth. And I, will, I will tell you a story that, um, <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was told to me by uh, a reputable engineer at uh, a studio that I'm not going to name. Um, but he said that when they were recording uh, ADR, uh, additional dialogue replacement or additional dialogue recording, which sometimes have after you finished a film, sometimes things didn't come through clearly or they had to add a line and you have to sort of, you know, add some, some dialogue. And it was for Gladiator. And, um, you know, this, this happens way late in the process. So the film had been done for, you know, a year. And, um, or, you know, since they had finished filming. And uh, they brought Joaquin Phoenix back in to do some ADR, and he got in, and, and it, and he was trying to to find the character again. He was trying to find the voice or or whatever, and he was struggling with it. And he he was he was having trouble, and um, it had been you know a year. He had gone on to other stuff, and he just didn't feel it. And so he finally just said, "Look, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna here I'm just I'm just gonna take my clothes off." And he took all his clothes off. And naked in the in the soundstage, and they were all like, "Well, it's you know, what are we going to tell Joaquin Phoenix not to take his clothes off?" Um, yes, and, and, <laughs> yes, for the yes. love of God, he is a grown up at work. <laughs> we are not entertained. <laughs> it's, it's the come on, it's it's the most normal thing he's done in ten years. <laughs> and and he uh, he did the entire session buck naked. Maybe it felt more like the original character because in Gladiator they don't wear very many. That's clothes. true. That's true. So you guys have done it in your home out of just practicality because you can. Yeah. Do, do you feel like it gives you anything different in the performance? I actually felt a little embarrassed for myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, strangely enough. I don't, I don't think know. so. I mean, I'm aware that they don't know that I'm naked, but it doesn't really change anything. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if they, I, I want, you know what, Joseph, I'm going to, I'm going to go home and record something fully clothed and fully naked. I'm going to send you the two different. You can oh, that would be great. And I'm going to see if you can tell the difference. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. That would be great. I'm going to listen to them again and again. <laughs> I'm going to hear that nudity somehow. Mark, have you, uh, have you recorded nude? Um, yeah. Cause the same thing though, I have a, I have a, a booth at home and I'll be like, I'll get out of the shower in the morning because mine are always due at okay. 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And I'll get out of the shower and I'll be like, oh crap, I have one due like right now. So I'll just like sit in a towel and like uh, put the towel down over the chair, grab the mic, do the, read the copy. And then I just did that completely naked. Great. Start my day. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Hell? If possible, I'd like to wear more clothes while I'm recording. <laughs> a parka, maybe a, a scarf and a hat. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is look down at the script and then also see my penis. <laughs> well, that's because you keep your script up, up, then you don't look down. No, I actually hold it over my penis. Oh, I'm to hide it. it. I see. Is that weird? No, I, not weird. Really did. Plus, if you if you hold it up, you could only see my penis. That's <laughs> <laughs> then I'm holding it up. <laughs> I think, though, um, also, it, I record a lot of audiobooks from home, and you've got to, you know, that booth can get so hot, yeah. especially in the summertime in New York when you've got to have the air conditioner and everything off, that it's, it's an, it can be brutally, brutally hot. And I've gotten to the point where I've recorded, you know, uh, several hours of audiobook in just underwear. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Just because, just because it's so warm in there. Yeah. yeah. And we have to take breaks because we just converted a closet, so there's no air coming in. We don't have air vents or anything. So you record for like an hour, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm really dizzy. Why am I so dizzy? Oh, I should open the door. Oh, right, new fresh oxygen. You used like, all the it was I used all CO2. of it, yeah. So like you get to a point where it does. like You do not want to be wearing very much because you're just so hot in there, and it's a tiny little space. Yeah, cool. Uh, have you guys uh, ever had a, an instance in your life where skills or ideas that you've learned from being voice actors have applied to something else you're doing, some other life problem or life event? Well, when I had already started doing voiceover when I went back to school and I got a degree in hypnotherapy and using being able to modulate my voice helps if I'm working with someone and I'm doing hypnosis because then suddenly I can start to really slow things down and get everybody really nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. You guys are all hypnotized now, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Just close your eyes. You're getting very comfortable and very sleepy. Somebody's listening to this while they're driving. Don't, don't, don't do it. Wake, wake, wake up! up! <laughs> Give the people listening Drunk! on the subway a command to take their pants off. <laughs> um, uh, has anyone else used their powers for good or evil like Dara? Mine's just I, evil. I, you know, occasionally people will ask me to, like, well, I'll meet, you know, I'll have friends who, you know, have young kids, and I've done a lot of cartoons that young kids have watched, and they'll ask me to, hey, will you, will you talk to my kid? I want, you know... And, and I learned, I learned to, I, I, I love doing it because I, I love the magic. You know, I mean, kids get it in a way that, that nobody else does. But I found that if you do it um, and they can see you, there's, there's an age break where there, there's, there's sort of a disconnect, you know, like, like age like six and below. When they watch a cartoon, they think that Donald, there's a giant duck out there named Donald Duck. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a person, you know, that's a real person. They look like that, that, um, so, so I try as much as possible, if, if they're under a certain age, I try not to have them see me do it while I'm doing it, because then they just think you're a crazy person. 
you know, because, <laughs> you know, their mom will go, hey, Billy, look, this, this is, I've got Ben 10 here. And then I go, it's hero time. And, and he just, you know, looks at me like, you know, that's not Ben. That's oh, ben. that little kid, there was one little kid who started crying and goes, you're not Ben. I know Ben. You're not Ben. And he just started sobbing. <laughs> yeah. So, so now I've scarred that kid for, for life. And, and it's his, and it's his mom's fault. <laughs> um, but, but I love being able to, to record, you know, messages, you know, or talk to, you know, get on the oh, phone yeah. and talk to them. Cause then they can, they, they've got it in their head. Yeah. Do you um, have an age break where it, how old does a child have to be to hear Ben 10 in person? Like seven, like six, seven. Okay. Yeah. So um, do you card kids then they now? Yeah. Get, they get, <laughs> I'm the bouncer. <laughs> right. We have to vet them. Uh, but, but then, yeah, then they get, they sort of the idea that there is an actor who plays this. Character. Yeah. But below a certain age, that character is a real person. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. I had I had one of those uh, like, will you call my son and do the Batman voice? Yeah, I was like, all right, sure. And I, I, uh, I she's like, oh, my son's gonna love this. So she puts him on the phone, and and I'm I'm talking to this guy, and uh, and it very early on, I'm like, this her son is an adult. <laughs> <laughs> like. And I was like, what am I mean, there's like a 20 year old guy named Greg. And I was like, why is Greg, who was like, like of sound mind yeah. and body. And yeah. like, hey, Batman, how's it going? Yeah. Now that you think, call Greg back was, naked. He was humoring me as much as I was humoring yeah. him. But his mom felt so much better. I know. I, I wanted at the end to be like, look, man, your mom told me to do this. <laughs> That's okay, Batman. Can you score me some weed? <laughs> Listen, Donald Duck can. What you don't know is that the other end of that conversation was a voice actor she had hired to play her son. <laughs> and that voice actor is here today. <laughs> Greg, uh, they're late. Yeah. Hal, have you, uh, have you used your powers either to entertain 20-year-olds uh, or perform <laughs> hypnotherapy? Um, <laughs> no, I've recorded some birthday greetings as Philip Fathom, which is a character I play in Thrilling Adventure. Thank you. Thank you, one person. <laughs> and, a, and a straggler. Two people. A croach in the back. Um... <laughs> But uh, also, I work a day job, so when, whenever there's a company picnic, they just hand me a bullhorn and have me host. <laughs> so I wind up like whatever crazy like let's uh, this contest we're gonna put a bunch of bowling balls and potato sacks and just beat the shit out of each other until one person <laughs> left. How will you announce this and run it so that I wind up just walking? You're around. in charge of battle royale. Yes. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you know the name? That's great. <laughs> that corporate bonding activity. But yeah, it's, it gets used there sometimes. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, one of my favorite things uh, in, in playing video games is when there are a lot of recordings of the actor uh, being shot. Because I play a lot of first-person shooters. Yuri, I know you've done a lot of video games. Yeah. Would you guys all be willing to go down the line and give me your best getting shot <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go you one better because it's it's when they when they direct us nowadays to give us the get shot sound you got to get specific right there are different levels where, of where do you shot. want us to get shot where are you getting shot yeah um, could you guys take one in the left shoulder mm -hmm. then one in the right thigh okay then the kill shot in the head okay okay I've just frightened myself. Oh. Yeah, you play too many games. Can you give us each one of these? Oh, sure. sure. Do you want to? Do you want to know? Can it be a silence? It can be a silent. All right. Are we all doing the same time? Uh, oh, no, look, one, one at a time. We'll start. He's with gonna. One. He's gonna kill all four of us. Yeah. yeah with right. one 
Oh, yeah. damn. Be mine. That was nice. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, why are you laughing at this? I just got shot in the shoulder. Joseph just shot her. Why, why are you shoulder? laughing at this? This is upsetting. What is funny about Joseph shooting my wife in the left shoulder? <laughs> I, it, it was the intense eye contact that you maintained you. with me. No, it's, I, I'm going to watch you. It was great. It was just, a, you know, it's never happened that I've pretended to shoot a person in front of an audience <laughs> and they've made intense and caring eye contact like you were. There's a first for everything. <laughs> All right, we'll start again. And I won't laugh this time out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Something I never want to hear in real life. <laughs> uh, ready, Yuri? Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. Short and sweet. Nice. Oh, and Hal, do you want to do this as yourself or Donald Duck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donald Duck. All right, let's do Donald Duck okay. getting shot. First in the shoulder, then okay. the leg, then the head. <laughs> the kill shot. Oh my god. Who wouldn't play a Disney first person shooter? Oh. Come on. Come on. Disney. That is Everyone. <laughs> I think it's a goofy version of getting shot in the head. It's a <laughs> gosh. Oh. Grenade. <laughs> They're losing out on billions of dollars, really, yeah. by not creating war games. Why couldn't we have just been doing this for all of D War? Right. <laughs> awesome. So that was. Uh, I wanted to have you guys do that sort of a technical thing uh, for that. That's that's certainly actorly, uh, but is uh, just I think a different skill set that people don't think about the getting shot and you guys all were amazing had different techniques I have scripts in front of all of you guys if you're willing to play a few more voice actor games mm -hmm. so if you turn them over uh, I sort of adapted a thing that I did in college <laughs> where uh, I was uh, the, the class assignment is that we were giving scripts that there wasn't any real content they sounded urgent but then the acting assignment was to make up what was actually going on in the scene. Uh, and my brother and I had a very intense scene where we, uh, we played Adam and Eve. And then our teacher made us make it more sexual. <laughs> and we had to stop halfway through and say, you know we're brothers, right? <laughs> this is three to four levels of wrong. Uh, but I wrote this very ambiguous little script and assigned you guys some characters. So I just want to play with it a little bit and see what kind of uh, meaning comes out. So first, let's just, without talking about it, just try reading it once and see what we get. Hello. Have you any stuff? Unless you could say I've heard of some. Excuse me. Excuse me. There are problems. Oh, oh it's me, isn't it? <laughs> Very well done. That's the whole script. That's the whole that, that, script. That's, that's, the whole that's script. all that's on the page. We each have a line. <laughs> So yeah, I, I wanted to have it be nice and ambiguous to see what you guys would automatically add. And uh, you turned it into a, a British parlor murder mystery. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just That's always the go-to. Just <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Can you guys do it again uh, as though you are all Batman? <laughs> Hello. 
Have you any stuff? I guess you could say I've heard of some. Excuse me. Excuse me. There are problems. <laughs> it's me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you sound like Batman. That's not fair. Gags, that's like cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Batman. Now we all do it as Ben 10. I'm Batman. Yeah. I'm Batman. Yeah, let's, let's all do it as Ben 10. <laughs> See what you've done. Uh, do you guys mind? No. All right. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Have you any stuff? <laughs> I guess you could say I've heard of some. Excuse me. Excuse me. There are problems. It's me, isn't it? <laughs> That was like Ben 50. <laughs> uh, awesome. And then uh, to entertain uh, what introduced me to voice acting, Orson Welles is the shadow. Can you guys all do it as Orson Welles? Orson Welles. He's wow, I've never really done it. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much, uh, he inserts vibrato everywhere, whether it's needed or not. Right. And has a sort of nasal voice with a lot of vibrato for no reason. Right. 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 Welcome to what it looks like in the booth. Right. <laughs> Wait. Does it have to be? Does it have to? Can it be any Orson Welles performance at all? Uh, yes, it can be the drunken wine commercial. If that's Thank what you're you. asking. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> right. Oh, now I know. <laughs> Hello. Have you any stuff? Oh, I guess you could say I've heard of some. Excuse me, excuse me. There are problems. Mm, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> it almost reverted back to our British parlor. Right. <laughs> yes, that, that's the best way to do British parlor is to just be drunk Orson Welles. Yeah. <laughs> the French. Oh, the French. Uh, yeah, just for for fun, uh, could you guys just have a casual conversation for a few moments, all being drunk Orson Welles? Yes, I mean, Dragon I don't Gordon see a problem again. with that. Welcome to Dragon Con, where when. people weird. <laughs> Was everyone oh, else up too late last night? Oh, I didn't even sleep. He doesn't do anything? <laughs> he, he, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> Has everyone seen this video? <laughs> Go on YouTube and watch drunk Orson Welles do a commercial. It's Genius. That literally is the first thing that happens. He sits there and he, the other guy is an extra and he sits and goes, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's great because it's obviously a guy uh, not happy with what he's doing, frustrated, but still kind of a professional <laughs> because within his drunken rants, he has some good points of like, sure. yeah, this is a problem. This should be changed. <laughs> I am doing all the work up here and this gentleman is just sitting. <laughs> Listen to drunk Orson Welles. It's not a great one. Well, thank you guys so much for playing along with that. Um, I want to move on to, in the podcast, we always ask people the how obsessed are you questions so for this podcast we've talked a lot about uh not nearly your obsession because this is your profession and you guys are sort of professionally obsessed <laughs> because you have to be uh so feel free to answer these questions in whatever way makes sense to you uh, we'll start with mark and we'll go down the line do you think about voice acting every day uh yes because i usually have an audition every morning yeah and on days where you don't where you get out of the shower and you realize you can just put on clothes without recording mm -hmm. anything is is voice acting still on your mind? Uh, not the voice acting, but the voice itself. Uh, trying to 
if I know I have a day off, I'll try not to scream a lot or, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I, I try to take care of it. Okay. So you, you think about the actual, just the like physicality the physicality of it. Of it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Dragon Con is terrible for your voice, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do think about it most days because like Mark said, you know, you almost always have an audition or you're, you have a session or something like that. So it is somehow low level always in your mind in the sense of that's part of your day. If I have a day where I really don't have anything, Yes, I do always try to take care of my voice, but I'm not thinking about it actively. I usually get excited about something else that I'm working on because I have 47 fires that have pots on them. That's not really a that's not really a catchphrase. There's not, there's the 47, 47 fingers in a pie. I don't know. Irons in the fire. Irons irons and fires. They're all happening at once. <laughs> they also have pots boiling. They also have pots boiling, and they're calling each other kettles or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> That'll do. Um, yeah, I think I think it's it's enough uh, a, a part of my life that that even if I don't have something specifically, if I don't have a job booked that day, or you know, if unfortunately I don't have any auditions uh, that day, that I'll still it'll still come into my mind. Yeah, it's, cool. It's enough in the front of it. Hell, yeah. I don't know if it's daydreaming or visualization, but I think about it a lot. Working, not working, not only stuff that's going on, but stuff I would like to do and what that would be like and, mm. and imagining a, uh, you know, just imagining scheduling and stuff like that, but in a good way. Awesome. So you think about the business aspect of it, but you're also thinking a little bit about the, the actual voice, like just imagining getting to make those sounds. Are you asking me? Yeah. Yes. I actually started to, and then, then got lazy about it. I would come up with a, an idea for a voice in the car and then just start recording myself as mm. I was driving or wherever I am, just sort of record it to keep notes on stuff I want to try. And like, oh, I didn't know my voice could do that. Let's put a pin in it for now and then figure out how to explore it later. Oh, that's really cool. Cool. Uh, next question is, would you get a voice acting tattoo of some kind? Uh, a buddy of mine is a sound engineer and has a tattoo of that old tiny like silver mic with the stripes. Nice. I almost stole that idea and got that tattoo. Well, I mean, that was more for uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour, like the old time yeah. radio thing. But uh, tattoos are I, awesome. I heard all you guys in Thrilling Adventure got matching tattoos. Is it? Well, we all got matching tramp stamps that oh, yeah. said "pow." Oh, nice. <laughs> That'd do it. That'd do it. Apple nice. pie. I'm too afraid of needles. Apple pie. I'm too afraid of needles. So you just would do no tattoos. I would do no. I don't even have my ears pierced. If you had to have a, if you had to, if get I was a being tattoo, forced to. Yeah, a, a voice to represent your love of voice acting. What would you get if you just had to? Hmm. Maybe I would get the audio wave. Waveform. The waveform. Awesome. The, the waveform. Of Orson Welles saying, of "Ah, Orson the French." Welles. <laughs> <Of> Orson. <laughs> no, it would probably if I was doing it. It would probably be something that had to do with Yuri. Ah. Aww. Like the waveform of Yuri saying, I love you? Yeah. Aww. Mine would be the waveform of me saying, I love you to Tara. No, say yours. <laughs> what else am I going to no, say now? Say yours. Because you like tattoos. Yeah, and I don't have a one. Um, I know a lot of people who have gotten waveforms tattooed recently. Um, Steve Bloom, who's on Cowboy Bebop, he has the, the waveform literally of his voice saying, bang. Um, and. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen a lot of that. I do like the old timey um, microphones. Uh, it'd probably be a tattoo of Batman. 
<laughs> that's not actually okay. That's, yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, Hal? Um, geez, I, I'm also not a tattoo person like uh, like Tara. Um, but I would, uh, if I was going to do it, I might as well go memento. Mm. And every time I book a role or have a role I've done, get the name done somewhere on my body. With the hope by the end of a year to look like a serial killer. You should just get like a random a random line that that character says, and then you won't remember what it is because it'll just be like, "Go down to the grocery store." I don't know who said that. But Even better. I'm Even better. What does it mean? And then you can work mean? at a freak show. After that, if you ever lost your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's future planning. These tattoos. Uh, okay, next question: Would you swear to none over a voice acting disagreement? Wait, what? <laughs> Would you swear at a nun yeah. over a voice acting disagreement? Yes, so if a nun got up in your face uh -huh. and was saying horrible things about the profession of voice acting... <laughs> <laughs> Would you I, swear at that? I just, I just like. <laughs> Joseph just broke Tara. For those, for those of you who are only listening, Joseph just broke Tara. Um, I just like the idea of swearing at a nun. Is that wrong? <laughs> Do they get to wear a habit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll come back to Tara for her answer. Um, I. <laughs> That's <are> funny. <laughs> uh, I have oh, sworn at a nun. Oh, you have uh, sworn. I at have a nun. sworn at a nun. Uh, on multiple occasions, because my uh, my cousin is a nun. Uh, she's she's elderly now, um, but when I was growing up, you know, when she was in her fifties, the I mean, she wouldn't she wouldn't use uh, she wouldn't take the Lord's name in vain. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't. But I mean, s bombs, f bombs while she's driving, like she was. She's an intense nun, okay. man. She was so I had no problem like cracking a beer and like, oh, this fucking guy, like talking with the so never like ang I've never angrily yeah. sworn yeah. at a nun. But so would you if if a not your cousin nun right. got in your face? Um, probably not. No, because uh, I listen. I've, I, 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 the big man upstairs. You know, I. Yeah. Just in case, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I don't want to talk to one of his uh, one of his favorites that way. Right. You know what I mean? Everything was golden until yeah. you dropped the S bomb yeah. in front of like, Sister Maria. Listen, oh, you've been a wonderful person, but you did call Sister Maria a bitch. So. <laughs> and Schling, I assume it's like a trap door, right? <laughs> oh. It's like an office and a trap door. That's how Absolutely. it works. Absolutely, yeah. He's got a little business. And then, and then you get down to hell, and Satan's like, "Oh, gags, that was hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> Go back up, do it some more. <laughs> High five, gags. <laughs> awesome, Tara. Do you feel ready to answer? Um, if you'd swear to none. Well, I'm not a very confrontational person, so I no. probably wouldn't get in an argument with anyone over anything. But uh, I love the idea of arguing with a nun. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a nun. <laughs> A fighting nun. A verbally abusive nun. Uh, I, I grew up Jewish, so so I'm just fascinated by the Catholic Church and, and all of its uh, trappings, and that includes nuns. 
So I, yeah, I would probably swear to none just to see what would happen. Um, and w yeah, whether that means I'd be struck by lightning or that I, you know, that the none would kick me in the face or, or whatever. I mean, that would be, it would be worth it. Nunjutsu. Nunja. Nunja. She would nunja me in the face. Um, yeah, no, I, that it would be worth it to get kicked in the face by a nun, I think. That's, that's just a good story. Yeah, to, to, absolutely. To be, to be able to tell. Somebody I, in this I, room is about to write Nunja, the comic yeah. book. We actually did create the character of Nunja. Wait, it's wait, on what? our show. We, 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 yeah, we came up with, with a Nunja on our character. On our web series, uh, Shelf Life, there's awesome. a character Nunja. Nunja. You, just, you acted like you'd never heard the word nun before. No, I just got so tickled with this idea of arguing with a nun. Like, that's just a character, Nunja. You know, <laughs> this, this reminds me, in, in, in line with this, once when I was younger, I, I went to a, a baptism and... They were doing the, the communion thing. Um, and, and I was, you know, I, I was raised Jewish, so I'd only ever seen it in movies. And, uh, they, 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 people sort of went up in, in groups to do it. And then when it came to me, I just got up and, and went up and to, to do it just to see what would happen. Uh, and I kept waiting to see if I would be, you know, struck by lightning or whatever. And I did almost choke to death on, on the, the, the body of Christ. Because I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expect. I just thought it was going to be this, you know, wafer thin, you know, kind of thing that would, it would hit your tongue and just sort of disintegrate. And, and it stuck there. And then he came around with the wine. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do with this? Uh, you know, and I tried to stick to the corner of my mouth. And then the wine in the, and it, I was starting to choke on it. And, which I guess was sort of like being struck. Yes, mouth lightning. So yeah, I guess I guess I like to I like to mess with the church as often as possible. So awesome, Hal. Yes. I'm just trying to imagine what the argument is, though. Yeah, like some nuns. I'm telling you, Billy West was the red Eminem. What? Yeah. Uh, okay, so next question. Would you wear underwear with your favorite voice actor's face on them? Um, My, you know, under, underwear with Mark Gagliardi's face on yeah. it would be pretty weird. <laughs> the favorite voice actor on, on the underwear? Yeah. Not the character. Yeah, well, you could do what you want. Yeah, nobody's going to yeah. see it but me, man. Yeah. Right? Do you have a, a favorite voice actor? Uh, yeah. John DiMaggio would be right on my butt. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to give me some John DiMaggio butt underwear. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would do that. I, I would wear, I wear crazy underwear anyway, so I'm down with faces on it. Cool. Um, I don't know how I would pick who to put on it, though. Um, There's only one. Answer. I mean, Yuri Lowenthal. <laughs> That's what I was saying is Yuri Lowenthal would be all over my underwear. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Wait a second! Nailed it! <laughs> Ask her out! <laughs> Record nude voiceovers in your home! Uh, uh, if I wore underwear... Uh, <laughs> um, well, now we're just back to the tattoo question. Then. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, Steve Bloom would probably be... Right, right, right there somewhere, close to my junk. Oh, <laughs> that's Aww, sweet. It's so romantic. So uh, Hal? Sure, I, I'd rock some Mel Blanc yeah. boxer briefs. Classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then on the back, it would say, "That's all, folks." Oh. Uh, <laughs> would it have that little target around, target. like, no, on the, yeah? <laughs> on the front, it says, "What's up, Doc?" Uh, <laughs> you've already, you've already bought these. You own them. 
Guys, go to my Etsy store. When we're done here. I'm selling them $20 a pop. Great price. That is amazing. Uh, okay, so next question. Would you discuss voice acting with Hitler? <laughs> totally. I would discuss anything with Hitler. Okay, you're super into this. That's great. Wouldn't you want to talk to him and be like, what is up? Yeah. Uh, with voice acting? I think there are more pressing things we should Well, maybe ask you could about. like segue, like get him a little warmed up and then be like, what the hell? First, I would say, how are you still alive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I assume we could travel in time. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the travel back in time to kill Hitler, but instead of. We're going to just talk to him about voiceover. Yeah. The reason That's I asked this question. Of a good time is, machine. Yeah. I asked this question because eventually people give me an interesting Hitler answer, but also they usually wrestle with the metaphysics. And it's very, very fun. <laughs> very right. Well, yeah. it depends. Does Hitler know what he's done? <laughs> oh, is it like pre-Hitler Hitler? It can be whatever you want. So it's like young Hitler. <laughs> like maybe we could encourage him to Here, become yeah, a voice actor you do. You, No, you tell him his paintings are good. <laughs> no, your paintings are no, good. he's still not going to get into the academy. He was trying to get into, was it the Vienna School of Art or something? He's still not going to get in then there. you don't talk to him. You go to the Vienna School of Art. You'd be like, no, you can this guy. No, you should do voiceover. You're like, just go to voiceover. Do voiceover instead. <laughs> well, we're inclusive. We'll let you in 10 more minutes. Thank you. That's, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's what you do. You'd go back and you'd say, you know, you have a really interesting voice. Have you ever thought about voiceover? And then you get him to, you get him into, into voice. Maybe into it's voice. Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hitler. <laughs> do you think, do you think maybe he was putting on that voice? Maybe he was a voice actor to oh. start with. You think that was his natural voice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that whole, <laughs> wow. And I speak German too. So that was really embarrassing. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Speak what German. did you just say? Yeah, didn't... It was just, you know, it was just noises, <laughs> right? It was, it was, it was, maybe it's Maybelline <laughs> in German. Auf Deutsch. I want to um, see him as the Tasmanian devil, have that little whirlwind stop. And then just hear, <laughs> Hal Loveland making Hitler fun since 2015. <laughs> awesome. So you guys would talk to Hitler if you feel like you could make it productive mm -hmm. for history. That's good, good. A good chat. That's good. Okay. So some of these questions have been a little weird. This one's very weird. And it's the final one in this section. If you couldn't do voice acting without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still do voice acting? Yes. <laughs> wow, what, did, I, did I answer too fast? No. Okay. Would you take the punch yourself, or? I would. It's, th it's that fun. Aw, that's great. Uh, I agree. I love Yuri, so I would, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do, do you I think would let them punch someone the I love in the groin. <laughs> You're getting hit twice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I figured as much. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But I guess I would take the punch. I wouldn't force anyone else to. You guys are like very noble, good people I'm learning today. Hell? Yeah, yeah sure. Take your best shot, and I'll see you in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've asked a question that no one has tried to sort of bargain. Usually people try to bargain. Oh, like, like well, I could pay you to not have to get punched? Yeah, or like, well, how often? Like, well, is it has to be someone I really like, or can I just pretend to like them? <laughs> <laughs> but this is also like, uh, like profession versus obsession. Yes. And as profession, it's like, no, uh, kick my brother in the nuts. I need my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, so can you guys make a noise to sum up your love of voice acting? 
I ask this question all the time. It's just extra juicy <laughs> with voice actors. <laughs> Why do I have to start? You don't. We'll start with Hal. I was thinking of Hal. Yeah, we'll start with Hal. We'll go on the other end. (sighs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Member FDIC. I feel like I just heard a commercial for a bank that sells yogurt. <laughs> it's really good yogurt, though. It's some damn yogurt good that yogurt that drives you mad. Uh, cool. Uh, so I always wrap up the podcast with these uh, final questions that don't necessarily have to do anything to do with your obsession. They can if you want. Uh, we're going to start with Hal. Yes. Hal, if you could talk to any inanimate object, what object would you want to talk to? A... Uh a, a bike, one of those rental bikes, the seat. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> He's thought about this before, ladies and gentlemen. Try, try and tell me that thing doesn't have some stories to tell. <laughs> Go get a beer with a bike seat and hear it. Oh, this one time there were twins. <laughs> This is the weirdest episode of Obsessed I've ever done. <laughs> You're it's, welcome. It swings from like beautiful, sincere. I just love it. I love my job. Dude, I want to talk to a bike seat and find out about some nuts. What's the not weird answer to that? There isn't a not weird answer. I'm just, I'm just uh, entertained and amused and fulfilled. Uh, Mark. Yes. If the U.S. government made a stamp of you, what would you be doing on the stamp? Hmm. Um, walking away from the bad guy's helicopter as it's exploding behind me. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That was, that was it. Nice stamp. Nice stamp. Yuri, if you were a sandwich, what kind of sandwich would you be? I'd be a fluffernutter sandwich, which is which is which is peanut butter and uh, marshmallow cream. Sandwich. But toasted. Toasted. Nice. That makes sense. That seems like a Yuri sandwich. Uh, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Um, Tara, if you could shoot either ice or birds out of your hands. Ice or birds? Yeah. Which one would you want to be able to shoot out of your hands? Birds. Can they be cold birds, though? Yeah, sure. Okay. Then it's sort of like ice. Ice cold birds. Okay. Cold birds. (laughs) Take that, nuns. Yeah. <laughs> and you got and you got a sound effect of a bird being shot out of her hand. That's a cold a, bird. A pro. That's all it was. So the final question for everyone on the podcast is what is happiness? So we'll start with Hal and go down the line. What is happiness? Um, doing what you love without judging yourself. Mm. Awesome. Yuri? Yeah, getting to do what I love for uh, a living. Um, all the time. Tara? Being able to smile from inside throughout your entire day. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my my sincerity parts. (laughs) Joseph, I didn't know you had those. I know. I don't use them much. It's so weird. Oh, this is really cool. Um, the team. Mm. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> that I think that is one of the shortest answers to what is happiness I've ever got. Mm-hmm. It's nice and succinct. Can you uh, close out the podcast by saying the team, then I'm Batman. 
the team, then I'm Batman. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is our podcast. Listening to Obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. A nun struck me. I just could picture a little oh nun and it just. I got so tickled. I was like, I could not be tickled because then I was tickled. <laughs>